another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Disney. I'm a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the the Reverend Slim Rev, aka Joshua Ezzy. What's good, BD? How you feeling? I'm feeling wonderful, J.E. Man, I know we feeling good right now, BD. It's a new season. It's a new day. Ooh, Martha Manuzzi, BD. Don't do not do that. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. Fresh oh, yeah. anointing. Oh, fresh subscribers. Fresh. Coming our way. <laughs> Coming our way. We as the Good Guy Podcast have surpassed 1,000 subscribers Thanks to the help of you guys, our loyal listeners, our subscribers. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, liking, staying engaged with us, uh, keeping pushing us to continue to push out new content. We could not have done it without you guys. So we're, we're still pushing, man. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep growing. And uh, But shout out to our anybody who subscribed within the first thousand. Y'all are the day ones. Day ones. Okay. The other ones are day twos. <laughs> we'll we'll love and and cherish them as well, but there's nothing like the day ones. But so BD, we appreciate before you get started, BD, I just want to let the people know that the 1K didn't change me. Us reaching a okay. thousand subscribers didn't change me. Look at what BD's wearing. Hey man, you know his name. His name. His name. His new name is 1KB. From here on out, hey. <laughs> this 1KB going forward. This 1KB. I had to pull out the you know what I'm saying the fresh. The, 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 the fine linen. Ten, uh, ten years from uh, now, we're going to have a docu-series. <laughs> <laughs> the rise and fall of the Good Guys podcast. <laughs> oh, man. How you holding up over there, man? It's, hey, the quarantine is <clears throat> starting to get to me. I'm not going to lie. You said like, what's I'm getting bored. to you? I said the quarantine is starting to get to your boy now. I mean, only like, thing that's getting to me, man, I just want to get buckets, man. Where do I channel this frustration, man? I, I need to get buckets. I need to lift heavy weights. That's the only thing I really miss about the real world, really. Right. Like, that's, yeah. Like, I'm in my garage the other day trying to get in a workout. And, I mean, it's, it's, so, it's only so much you, you know what? I'll take that back. There's only so much I thought I could do with body weight. But then I started YouTubing. How can I work out these muscle groups using only body weight? There's some good exercises. I tore my hamstrings up the other day, and I'm still sore from, I don't even remember what I did, but there's ways to do it, but I'm tired of being in my garage. I want to go to an actual gym. I want to get out the house. I need something to do. Like, I don't have anything. There's, I'm already watching more TV than I ever watch because there's, I've just run out of productive things to do. And then there's no sports. So, like, I, I'm I'm hurting over here, man. But BD, hey, man, this has been my life for a long period of time, man. <laughs> so, so for me, I'm in I'm enjoying this phase. Um, I'm, the only thing I miss, like I said, is getting buckets, and the only thing I miss is lifting weights. I don't mind being home, man. I mean, I, I do I do miss the kids. I do miss going out there working, and being. I just want to make sure they're okay. Um, but besides that, man, I'm just writing, just writing books and being productive, Mr. Consistent. Let's see. That's the thing. 
see, I've got the kids here at the house. There is no missing the kids. <laughs> Your kids are at school. My yeah. kids are right here at the crib. And I love them, and it's been awesome to actually get to spend more time with them. But, man, they, they get on your nerves after a while. Yeah, I can only imagine. And and I'm glad at this stage of my life is just an imagination. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, but before we do, if you have not done so already, we just talked about it. We just hit 1,000 subscribers. We want to continue to keep growing. So if you have not done so already, I was just looking at the analytics the other day. There's like 46% of you watching the podcast and not subscribed to the Good Guys podcast. So hit the subscribe button. All right. Help us out. Hit the subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we're dropping new content. All right. And interact with us. Hop in the comments. We like to reply and go back with you guys, uh, go back and forth with you guys. Um, hit that like button that helps us out that helps YouTube know that you guys are enjoying the content that we're putting out All right um, Yeah, help us out other than that. I think we're gonna be going live We're trying to go live. I know we did an IG live uh, the other night it was a Thursday night mm -hmm. and So subscribe on Instagram if you haven't done so at good guys pod and we're also on Facebook at the Good Guys Podcast. And then I think we're going to go live on YouTube. We're going to be going live on YouTube. We did one last week and we're doing one either Sunday or Monday night. No, not, not Sunday. Sure. No, not Sunday night because I'm watching the GOAT. I'm watching okay. the last dance Sunday night, BD. Okay. The Michael Jordan documentary comes out Unless on Sunday night. So we won't oh, be doing it Sunday night. Oh, it starts at nine. I mean, we can do it earlier. But then we got to check in because we can't just take three hours out of our schedule since we're married. We can't do a recording sure. and then watch The Last Dance because it's back-to-back -back episodes, BD. It's part one and part two is back-to-back, -back, nine, nine to 10 and 10 to 11. We'll see y'all okay. Monday. So probably Monday night we'll be going live <clears throat> on YouTube. So hop on and check us out there. We'll be answering questions and interacting with you guys live. So like I said, hit that bell so that you, uh, so that you get post notifications just in case we change our minds and end up doing it Sunday night or... Uh, you never know, mm -hmm. but why it's probably going to be Monday. Why are we saying this? This video is not coming out till Wednesday. You're absolutely right. I felt like we were live. We've been doing so much live lately. Yeah. You're not going to see this video until after we have already gone live. Disregard everything that I just said. We're going to go ahead and get into the podcast. Yeah. All right. We're going to start as we customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. I've got one today, Josh, that's been brewing up in my soul. And I, I, I got to unleash on this one. It, this is really, it, yeah. All right. So social media, it's an amazing tool, okay? It, it, it keeps us connected, keeps us engaged with one another. You're able to keep in touch with, you know, people that you, you know, went to high school with, you went to college with that you may not have otherwise kept up with. It's a powerful tool. It's an amazing tool. But sometimes, J.E., sometimes we do too much on social media. We do. Um, and I think in light of this quarantine, you've had a lot of different, um, you know, a lot of different challenges. And, you know, you've got the, the TikToks and Drake just came out with the new song. Everybody's doing the TikTok, the Toosie slide. You've got, you know, the, the don't rush challenge. Everybody is getting on camera, looking busted and then doing that. And then bam, they're looking all fly. Okay. Um, 
But one of the things that has surfaced here lately on social media that is just really, it doesn't make sense to me, J.E., and I, I, I gotta, I've got to put it out there, okay? Posting your graduation pictures in support of the class of 2020, who will probably not get to have a graduation, is not helping anybody, except maybe you. Okay? Posting your prom pictures for the class of 2020 who will probably not get to go to prom is not helping them. It's not making them feel better, J.E. That's like me going up to a to, to, to a homeless person, you know, during the holiday season and just showing them a picture of me and my family enjoying, you know, a, a Christmas dinner and roasting marshmallows and chestnuts over an open fire and saying, hey, I know you don't have a roof over your head, but take solace in the fact that me and my family have a wonderful warm roof over our heads and we are enjoying a Christmas dinner together. Uh, uh, have no fear. I know it's hard out here for you, but, 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 but rest assured that it's not all bad in the world. See, my family has a, a warm house to go to, okay? We're enjoying ourselves. It doesn't make sense. That's what it's like. These people, these kids are not going to have a graduation. They're not going to get to walk across the stage and their hood, uh, the, the, their, their, uh, their, their families and parents and hood uncles and aunts yelling and saying, hey, baby, go, baby. You know, uh, they're not going to get that. OK, they're not going to get the prom, you know, and getting to get dressed up in the corsage and, and things like that. They're not going to get that. So you showing a picture of you going to prom, you having your graduation, your graduation, it's not helping them. That's it's 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 self-centered. You just wanted to post an old picture so we could see what you used to look like 20 or 30 pounds ago. OK, if that's what you wanted to do, just do it. Just post a picture. Just don't do it under the guise of, of, of trying to help, you know, the graduates feel better about their situation. Please explain to me if anyone out there who any of our listeners can break down and explain to me how this would help you if you were graduating and you were told that I'm not getting a graduation, how it would help to go on social media and see photos of everyone else who had a graduation, reminding you that this is what normally happens at a graduation. This is how happy I looked and proud and accomplished my family looked. And this is what you will not be getting. I have no comprehension of how this is beneficial is except for that it is a self-serving act je help me out maybe i, I know you probably posted <clears throat> your graduation picture right no sure didn't and even if i knew where it was i still wouldn't have posted now let me let me let me break something down to to people the, the word of god says in the last days people will be lovers of themselves <laughs> That, that that that's the only thing I could describe this as. They people just are overly consumed with themselves. I think those who post those pictures are deeply insecure. Now, maybe not insecure, insecure. Maybe you just <clears throat> love yourself too much. Like 
You really posted a picture of your graduation to people who will never graduate. Let's let's break that logic down. Actually, I'm not going to break it down because BD did already. But <laughs> it is unfortunate how mentally, not going to say mentally ill, just how bad it is out here, BD. I mean, what like what's going on, man? Do y'all not have a purpose? Like, 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 like I saw pictures of people. I'm like, you doing it too? If I was graduating, I would look at you like, you know what? You don't really, you don't really care about me. And and no. for those who are not graduating this year, that sucks, man. Um, two things you shouldn't, two unfortunate things that that that. That are unfortunate about this season, BD. Okay. Those who graduate and those who die, bro. Mm. Those who die during this time, you you can only get ten people at the funeral. Wow. Man. You can't graduate and you can't have a proper burial. Mm. Man, I tell you, man, I I just don't understand why people do the things they do on social media. Am I airing a grievance? <clears throat> can I add one, BD? Go ahead. Since we're on the topic of social media. There is nothing that irks me. Top 10 things that irk me on social media. Top three, the top tier of that top 10. Okay. It's when people pray to God online. When people mm. talk to God online. That is just like posting a graduation picture. You're posting your spirituality online. Thinking that God is going to read it. But only thing you care is people reading the level of your spirituality. Right. I get it. Every time I see it, I'm going to, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off in the middle and I'm going to let you finish. Like Kanye, I'm going to let you finish. I got to get this. Like when I see it, it's like, okay, I'm imagining that person spending time with God in their prayer closet, you know, travailing before the Lord and then pulling out their phone. Like I'm imagining I'm yeah, no, like a hidden camera, you know, you're travailing before the Lord. Okay. And then you pull out your phone. Like you are typing in these words. Like you are having to type in the words as the worship music continues, as Fred Hammond hopefully uh, continues to sing in the background. uh, You are typing out these words, this prayer to the Lord. Instead of actually praying to the Lord, you're pulling out your phone and you're typing it in. I just don't understand it. I'm sorry, J.E., go ahead. I just got mad. Yeah, man. It just don't make sense. Like, that shows you treating God like you treat your relationship on dates. Like, you're not going to enjoy the person. You just want to take a picture of the ambiance, take a picture of the plate, and then show everyone else that you're having a good time. But you're probably not even having a good time. Yeah, you're posting that you're talking to God, but you ain't really talked to him. The, the, the fact I know you ain't talked to God if you're talking to us about God, you talking to God online. He is not reading your social media page. He is not, not your friend. He's not your friend. If he listen, if you gotta talk to God online, then are y'all friends offline? Oh, you see what I'm bar. saying? That, that's a bar, BD. Like people gotta understand their insecurity levels are the real recognized real, man. We see right through the facade. It's cute. It's cuddly. And those who take pictures and post a scripture under the pictures that do not correlate with the picture. <laughs> what's going on up here, y'all? 
Are y'all okay? Not y'all, not the good guys. The good guys and good girls and good guys podcast. This is just us venting about what we see online. If you're talking to God online, if you're posting graduation pictures, my friend, you are summed up in that scripture uh, that in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves and not lovers of God. Because if you, I don't got to show you my marriage to show you that it's happy. I don't got to show you my relationship with God to show you that me and God are good. I don't got to show you that I graduated. <laughs> if you got to show it, then you don't really know it. Ooh, my. <laughs> Are you fanning yourself? Yeah, man. I'm like, J.E. Preach. If you got to show it, then do you really know it? If you got to show your marriage, do you really know your marriage? Do you know? Do you Are you engaged intimately with it? Right. I just don't get it, BD, man. People just got to look at themselves in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm not really happy with myself. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to make people see that I'm something that I'm really not offline. Online should just be something that's just whatever. It shouldn't be your life. And for you to post your graduation pictures and you really think that that's going to make people who haven't graduated better, when you post online your spirituality as if that's going to increase other people's faith in God, I don't get it, BD. But you got to be careful. People are lovers of themselves, even using God. And using captions that don't even go with the picture. Don't mm. make sense. Don't make sense, BD. That's just my Aaron Grievance. I had that Aaron Grievance for years. <laughs> but <laughs> but see, I'm not talking to y'all about something that I didn't do one time. I've done it before. And I was stupid and immature then too. I'm just saying, man, we just gotta cut off all these unnecessary things under the guise mm-hmm. of something that's not really legit. That's my thing. Like, if you want to post your graduation pictures, that's cool. There's yep. nothing wrong with posting uh, uh, posting throwback <clears throat> pictures. It's just don't try to act like you're trying to help somebody. You're not helping nobody. You're not helping saying. nobody by posting that. Just put a disclaimer at the bottom and just say, I'm really doing this because I'm insecure. <laughs> just put that at the bottom. Then we'll be like, oh, okay, I figured. Or just put, I really, I, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, <laughs> I was actually cute. wanted to I was post cute this in picture. 68. Yeah, I was, I just want to show you how cute I was in 68. <laughs> you know, at, at 135 pounds, I was looking mad good. I, yeah. I was looking w- wonderful. <laughs> this is what I look like at 135. Or if you're posting a picture with a caption of a script, don't even put the scripture. I just say, you know what? I'm looking fly today. I just want to show y'all a little something, something. Daily drip. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nah, people people put God in the forefront of their self-centeredness. Right. You put the flies, you look at the fly, you know, got the got the fresh J's on, got the Yeezys on, and then you put first Corinthians, you know, four thirteen. Like what what does that have to do with the outfit that you have on? Like, yeah, you're flying. What does the scripture have to do with it? It's talking about sanctification and redemption. It, what are we doing? <laughs> People are more insecure than they think. We all are more insecure than we think. Our insecurities are not evident until we're tested. So we're not sitting there talking down. We're just making sure we're talking um, to the people in this regard. But we are more insecure than we think. And we really have to just be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? Let me not put my insecurities online because the real are recognizing how fake I am. All right. Whew, well, I, I didn't mean, whoa, that was heavy. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I've been holding on to that one, man. I've been seeing them pictures and it's just been heating me up. I'm like, bruh, what are y'all doing? And then the comments and the likes that go with it. I'm like, all of y'all can't see what's going on? Who told y'all that was a... Who, who came up with this? Who thought it would be a good idea? To I don't... put... I just... Okay. So... I'm going to let it go. Um... Yeah, we're gonna keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's gonna be fifty minutes. You're right. <laughs> you could have a whole conversation about social media and <clears throat> social media flexing and all of that, but we're not gonna get into all of that. We're gonna give you what you came here for, and that is relationship <laughs> advice here at the Good Guys Podcast. All right. So this week, actually, the topic. Um, came more or less from the live the, the most recent live that we had we had a couple people asking us about red flags during that like uh that that i think it was ig live and so we rattled off a few red flags but realized that we need to actually do an entire you know video on red flags because they are actually very important um you know we've been talking about uh signs of knowing that he or she is the one and those are great but before you even get to that, um, during the dating phase, you need to know what kind of things that you should be looking for. What kind of things are a red flag that you might need to maybe get some more information on or kind of be a monitor, you know, the status of whatever the case may be. These are things that, you know, come up in relationships that sometimes we overlook for one reason or another. We're going to talk about in a later video why we overlook some of these red flags. But these are things that, you know, may not be, you know, deal breakers, but they're things that you want to pay attention to. Uh, and they could be issues later on in the relationship. So things that you definitely want to monitor, things that you definitely want to pray about and uh, see if see if it's beneficial to continue moving forward with the relationship. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into the first one. Uh, the first one that we have, the first red flag that we have is a lack of actual spiritual fruit and the reason this is a red flag um is because so we're talking about someone who you know maybe someone that you met in church you know maybe the someone that you met like we had a question uh during one of our lives about someone who met someone at like a christian camp or a christian christian conference or something like that um you know who who apparently has a knowledge of God and professes to have a relationship with God. But what you want to be watching is, do they actually have spiritual fruits? Are these fruits evident in their life? Is that relationship evident in the way they live their life, in the way they carry themselves? So a red flag is that you're not actually seeing some of those fruits. Um, like the, the the question that we had her her example was she met someone at a christian conference and you know they texted back and forth a couple of times but she could tell that you know he was entertaining other women at the same time that he didn't seem like he was genuinely interested in her that is an example that's that's an obvious red flag if you feel like you know he's he's a little too friendly he's entertaining multiple people he proclaims to have a relationship with god but you're not seeing that fruit evident in his life, in the way that he carries himself. When you look at, you know, 
um, the fruits of the spirit. Are they evident in his life? You know, love, you know, is he a loving individual? Joy and peace. Uh, do they example? Do they exemplify those traits? Long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. These are the fruits of the spirit. Um, if you're not seeing those in their everyday life, if they seem like an angry individual, they don't have that 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 those fruits evident in their life. <clears throat> then that's a red flag. You know, if if you know if he says he has a relationship with God, but you never hear any word coming out of his mouth, you never hear any scriptures coming out of his mouth. That's kind of a red flag because, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If 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 God is in his heart, if his relationship with God is in his heart, you're going to hear it come out of his mouth um, on more than one occasion. If he goes to church and you don't never hear him talking about God, you don't never hear him talking about his relationship with God. You never see him praying or anything like that. That's a red flag. You can tell in 2020, it's popular. It's popular to say that you have a relationship with God. It's popular to, to give God thanks and glory, you know, when you win an achievement or something like that. That's what's popular. But what's not popular is actually living it out, actually having that fruit evident in your everyday life. Not when the cameras are on, not on social media when you're posting your prayer to God, but actually in your real life, you know, when the cameras are off, when social media is not, you know, not present. Do you actually have, do you actually show the fruit of a relationship with God? If you're not seeing any, any fruit, but they proclaim to be a Christian, that is a red flag. Yeah, BD, you're right. And since we're talking about um, the red flags that women overlook, ladies, you have to make sure you see that who he's following. And I always advise women to look beyond the leaves. Uh, when Jesus was walking by the fig tree, the reason why the fig tree was cursed was because it had leaves but no figs. And what happens yeah. oftentimes, we are only drawn by the leaves. The leaves gives some kind of clue that there might be fruit, but you won't know if there's fruit until you lift the leaves. We're not talking about lift the garment. We're talking about lifting the leaves of his life and really seeing, is this person really bearing the fruit? And and, and most of us... We, mo for ladies, you have to understand that you don't have time to waste to find out if he's really bearing fruit. Now, there's some things that you can find out over time, but there are certain guys that don't even deserve your time immediately. So you have to trust in the Holy Spirit that says, hey, he don't got no fruit of me in him. And what happens to most women is not most women, but a lot of women is they'll linger along hoping being a being a superwoman, hoping that their spirituality can supplement and balance out what that man offers. Listen, uh, the uh, the lack of spiritual fruit is going to end up decaying, y'all. It's going to end up affecting your marriage because if that man is not bearing the right fruit. All the good thing about that text, BD, it says the fruit of the spirit. It didn't say the fruits of the spirit, meaning you can't have one without the other. It's, a, it's, mm. it's connected fruit. You can't be self-controlled without genuine love. You can't be right. really patient without joy. You see what I'm saying? So they all go together. That means that that man is allowing the Holy Spirit to fill his whole life, changing his perspective in regards to manhood, changing the way he understands things. And that's why for some situations, you may meet the man, but he may not be the man ready to marry. And so sometimes God lengthens the courtship phase so that y'all both can grow into a level of maturity that's ready to manage marriage. But listen, ladies, you got to look beyond the leaves. A man is going to, men, a lot of men got a lot of leaves covering up 
trying to cover up <clears throat> the lack of fruit that they have. <clears throat> so you have to really examine and say, is this person just giving off a facade? Or is this man really solid? Is this man just leaves but no fruit? Or is there fruit behind these leaves? And, and I think that's the number one thing that, that a lot of women overlook. They overlook it because they see the leaves and hope that fruit will come. If they don't have fruit then, then they're not ready then. You see what I'm saying? And you have to be okay right. with that. And one of the everything else that I want that I need for you to examine is is their reverence level for God. What's his reverence level? The one of the the reason why people overlook that part in a man's life when it comes to red flags is because they don't know what true honoring God is. What does that really look like? Cuz if he compromises God, he's going to compromise you. If he's not committed to God, he's not going to be committed to you. So that's why we want to make sure that we drive home on this because you can't overlook that red flag. You overlook it now. Anything you overlook now, you're going to be forced to look at later. And that's one area you don't want to be in, in uh, trapped in the midst of being married to a man who's who doesn't fear God, who's now going into being a five percenter, now going over here and going over there and believing all different things. And now you sitting there, got to be in your prayer closet for all these years, hoping that God changes his heart. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you made that distinction because we talked about a couple week, uh, weeks ago about relationship deal breakers, right? So a relationship deal breaker is that he doesn't have a relationship with God at all. Like the tree, there's no fruit, there's no tree, there's no leaves, nothing. That's a deal breaker. You need to keep it moving. So what we're talking about right now, these are red flags. So it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, this isn't the one, I need to cut it off but it's something that you need to watch, uh, watch. So when J.E. says, you know, he has, you know, the tree he has the least, but it's not bearing fruit, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's not the one. But like J.E. said, that don't, don't rush, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, make sure you guys are taking the proper time to, to court one another, to date one another. And during that time, guard your heart, okay? Don't get too attached. Don't don't give this person your all because again, this is a red flag. Now, absolutely, especially depending on the age, like there's room for uh, for grace. There's room for growth. God can still be working on that individual. Doesn't mean he's not the one, but being that that red flag is present, guard your heart. Okay. Don't give your heart. Don't give your all. Don't give all your time. Don't give all your resources. Don't give everything to this man right now. Take it slow, move slowly through the court uh, courting period, continue to pray and stay sensitive to the spirit so that, you know, if he does turn out not to be the one, if that fruit never ends up, you know, uh, manifesting in his life, you haven't pull, pull, uh, put all of your resources in him. You know, you haven't wasted all your time worrying about what he's doing instead of developing yourself, cultivating your own gifts and talents. Uh, talents, talents. I can't believe I said that. Talents. All right. And but that's um, all I had on that. One. Yeah, but to Go add ahead. to that, man, the Holy Spirit will give you clearance on that young man. You know what I'm saying? He'll give you clearance. You just gotta trust that relationship with between you and God. Um, because if not, man, you're just gonna go with the flow and find yourself flooded, you know? And and one thing I wanna add, I think I wrote it down. Let me see, make sure I read, wrote it down, is that I with my game dating prep, I talked about and I think we said this in the in the live QA, was that there's four flags to be mindful of. 
red flags, like we said earlier, are signs that they're just not the one or exhibiting behaviors of caution, right? But there's other flags that I have that I want you to be mindful of in your relationship. Um, there's the white flag, the green flag, the yellow flag, and the red flag. The white flag is, it's just time to quit this relationship. I quit. This is done. <laughs> I see the signs. I need to back out. Red flag is, they're giving a lot of signs that this is potentially not potential. Well, that's more serious, that this this person may not be the one. These red flags are warnings. These things are screaming in your face, letting you know, yo, you need to get out of this right now, back away, give it space, give it time, because that red flag, if you mingle and mix your heart with that person right now, even if they're the right one, but if you get with them right now, it's going to mess up things for you. The yellow flag is, you know, that's not as alarming, but we need to slow down a little bit. It don't mean that you're wrong. I think that we're growing together, but we're not getting married until these areas are fixed. That's a yellow flag. Green flag is all systems are a go, but all of this must go with the flow of the Holy Ghost because he'll let you know, yo, you need to bounce on this. Yo, you need to slow down. Y'all meant for each other, but y'all need to take it easy or, you know, uh, you need to just tap out completely. And, and But you have to engage with God because if you keep overlooking God, you will overlook what God is trying to keep you from. Absolutely. All right. So moving on to uh, the second um, red flag that we're going to talk about here today. Obviously, again, as we did not an exhaustive list, there's multiple red flags we named. J.E. named about 32 on the live the other night. But uh, <clears throat> these are just five that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so the next one that we have is um, responsibility level, um, a guy who exhibits boyhood tendencies. Oh yeah, I don't know if I specified this. I may not have. Jay. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, was trying, about, I was trying to give you. I was trying to give you hints. I did not specify. I'm sorry. So today we're talking about we're talking to the women. We're talking about uh, red flags in guys. Okay. Next week we're going to talk about red flags. Uh, we're going to be talking to the men, red flags, and women that she'll be dating. I'm sorry. I, that was a crucial part of this message. So, yes, just to clear that up, this week we're talking about red flags in males that you may be um, potentially dating. All right. So, number two, responsibility level um, and, and exhibiting boyhood tendencies. Um, again, definitely a major red flag. Um, if you are, you know, pursuing a serious relationship, which you should be, if you're, if you're a Christian, if you love God, you don't really want to just casually date and, and date just to have fun like uh, those in the world do. So we're dating with a purpose. So you want to see in that man of God that you're dating, you want to see a certain level of responsibility um, and, and, and accountability for his actions, because that's a sign of what kind of leader he's going to be, how he's going to lead you um, and your household as you guys continue to grow in your relationship. So a red flag, if he doesn't really have a high responsibility level, if he's still exhibiting boyhood tendencies, okay? Is he handling, you know, his, 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 his basic responsibilities? Number one, does he have a job? If he doesn't have a job, that's a glaring red flag. How long has he not have it, ha, had a job? Why does he not have a job? You know, um, that that's a major red flag that you should take into consideration. His, and one of his main responsibilities is to provide, okay? 
Now their responsibility is to protect. So is he handling, you know, is he making sure that the car is taken, his car is taken care of, regularly scheduled maintenance? Is he getting that taken care of? You know, things that he needs to handle uh, on his, is, is his rent getting paid on time? You know, whatever the case may be, is he handling his responsibilities or is he still acting like a boy? Is he still, is he still living at his mother's house? Is he still, you know, asking his mother or his father or siblings or even you for money? Okay, that's not the that's not behavior. That's not characteristics of a man who is ready to take on the responsibility of a relationship, a serious, godly relationship. Okay, he's still exactly the. Um, I think Paul it was that said when I when I was a boy I thought like a boy I behaved as a boy I acted like a boy, but when I became a man I put aside childish things. Okay, so at some point that boy is going to have to put aside some of the things like you know does he sit around playing video games all day? Okay, yeah. Now a lot of guys play video games periodically. I do myself, but. There's a time and a place. I understand that there's a time and a place. I understand that I have to go to work and I have to provide for my family first and foremost. I understand that there are responsibilities that I need to make sure are taken care of. The bills are paid. There's food in the pantry before. And then if I have some time left over, I can go play a video game here or there. But a man understands priorities. A man understands his responsibility and his role within the relationship. So if you've got a guy, like I said, he's not handling his responsibilities. You're seeing past due bills on, on you know, uh, laying around his car. You, you're, you, like I said, he's asking you for money. He's asking his mom for money. He doesn't have his own stuff. Okay. That's still a boy. Again, there's always, there's, there's room for growth. And some of this depends on the age. Now, if you're talking about he's in his thirties and you're seeing some of these signs, it's time to go. I'm just going to be straight up. Now, if he's 19, 20, 21, there's still some room for growth. It's a red flag. So, you know, keep your distance, guard your heart, but and move forward with caution. But um, that's definitely a red flag. Yeah, you have to understand the definition of responsibility, ladies. A definition of responsibility is having the ability to respond. And a lot of guys, they, they will respond to you with zeal, respond to you from excitement. But they don't really, a lot of guys who are immature are have yet to examine, do they actually have the ability to respond um, to a relationship? And that's why, um, like I said in another video, I don't know if I said this on a Good Guys podcast or on my channel, I talked about how um, you never seen a Ferrari commercial, you never seen a Bentley commercial, you never seen a Rolls Royce commercial, but you've seen a lot of Honda commercials. Um, the reason why uh, Rolls Royces and Bentleys and all those different companies don't show commercials is because they don't need to because the people who are able to handle the maintenance of that vehicle are the only ones attracted to that vehicle and what i mean by that is a lot of men can afford to get you but they can't afford to keep you they have aspirations mm -hmm. to get you but they don't have the actual actions to keep you and so many people they'll buy above their means they'll get in debt and make you believe they got the capacity to manage you but when they start paying interest and when the, when the bills get a little bit too high and it gets too heavy they realize 
realized they weren't ready. So don't get so caught up on a man that may be in debt to look like he's ready to respond to what you have because you don't know what you got until you're married to them. You don't know what you got until you're with them. And it's better to make sure that you examine these little cues and clues to really see, do you know how to take care of yourself? Because there's maintenance fees in marriage most men don't, are not aware of. As a husband, there are maintenance fees you got to pay. There's things that you got to die to yourself towards. Um, sacrifice is just not one of those strong words in the text of God. Those are actual things that you have to live out. And if a man doesn't actually have the proven ability to respond to the needs of a woman, the needs of a family, then you shouldn't allow that person to even respond. You shouldn't even respond to their text message. You shouldn't even respond to their pursuits because you already are sensing they don't have the ability. Boys want toys. Men want responsibilities. We said that before. Boys want toys. So what happens is they get married to you and they bring their toys into the marriage. So they got money, but they got their garages full with toys. Their, their, their lives are full of toys, but you're empty in the house. The garage is full of cars, but the home is empty of love. The house is full of trinkets and stuff like that, but it's not full of love. And you have to examine a, a man's responsibility level. Like, can this, is this man talking about splitting the bill with you? Is this man talking about he forgot his wallet, playing the game like he forgot his money, scrolling through, transferring money from different places to try to pay for a meal? Men, you have to hear me closely. If you know for, I don't care how beautiful she is, it, a wise man holds back his pursuit when he knows he don't have enough in the purse, when he knows he don't have enough in the in his pockets, when he knows he don't have enough, a man says, I'd rather not put her through stuff because I don't have enough. Because if you don't have enough, she's going to be asking, where's the stuff to prove that you're able to respond to my, our needs. But there's four things that I wrote down really quickly that women, you have to observe. And men, we're going to talk about this next week for y'all. These, these are the different things that proves their level of responsibility that you have to observe in a man, ladies, that you cannot overlook. I got these three B's, four B's, four H's real quickly. You have to examine his body, his beliefs, his behaviors, and his bonds. But you have to observe his body, his health. Is he able physically to respond to what you desire in a marriage? Is he able to be married to you? Is his body in shape? Because you what a lot what a, what happens a lot of time people die off on each other because their body's not fit. Where's his health level? You have to observe his beliefs. If he's not responsible to God, he believes some false god. You're gonna find yourself in a detriment. You see what I'm saying? You gotta observe his behaviors. What is his habits? Because that's gonna show you if he's actually responsible enough to handle the marriage, to handle what comes with being married. And last but not least, you have to observe his bonds. What is he? What is he connected to? His beliefs is his hope. What is he? What 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 is his hope in? If his hope is in his career, then his career, and as his career is more focused, he's more focused in that than actual marriage. Y'all ain't gonna last, honey. You're not gonna last, baby girl. And his bond is what his holes are. He's not going to be able to be responsible in marriage if he still got a hold on pornography, if he still got a hold on lust, still hold on on ex-girlfriends. It's just not going to work. He's not going to be responsible if he's not able to hold his body accountable. His beliefs are solid. His behaviors are intact and his bonds have been he have been set free. Those are the things you have to look because if he hasn't taken care of those things, he's not going to take care of the key things in a relationship. Absolutely. 
And just to uh, piggyback off that really quick, so there's a difference between um, you you want to pay attention to where his heart is, That's right? right? When it comes to when it comes to us, and the Bible talks about how God looks at our heart. Um, you want to look at his heart as well. Is his heart in the right place? Because the execution might not always be there, especially like I said, depending on age. And you know, in, in his young twenties, uh, just getting out of college, it, his execution might not be all the way there. He might still have room to grow in in, in terms of learning, you know, how to. Uh, steward his finances or where to yeah. put his money so that it can grow and, and, and things like that. He may still have to, you know, advance in his job and, 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 you know, earn more money and things like that. So we're not necessarily talking about that, but we're, we want to look at his heart. Is his heart, you know, hey, I know that I need to provide for my family. I need to make sure even, you know, before we're married, I need to make sure if we're, you know, in a dating relationship, I need to make sure she's good, right? My primary purpose is that she's good. I'm making sure that I'm giving her things that she needs. Um, I'm making sure that I'm protecting her, right? So if that, if, if he has his heart in the right place, you know, and some of these things are still, you know, they're not all the way in the fullness, um, but he can get there. God can t continue to work on him. But what I'm saying is right now you want to focus on is his heart in the right place. If his heart isn't in the right place, if he's not concerned really with you, if he's not concerned, if he doesn't think it's an issue, if he, you know, doesn't have, you know, uh, the means to take you on a date and he doesn't really think that's a problem to have you pay sometimes, if he doesn't think it's a problem, you know, that his car is getting rejected or he's having to call his mom, you know, uh, to, to, to cover the meal, if he doesn't think it's a problem that his bills aren't getting paid on time, you know, then that's that's definitely a problem. That's moving beyond a red flag. You probably just need to go ahead and cut bait there. But if he understands, <clears throat> at, at, at the very least, if he understands what his role is as a man and he understands, you know, I need to provide, I need to protect, I need to, you know, Make sure that we always have what we need. Make sure that I my relationship with God is where it needs to be. Make sure that I'm the head of the household. Then, you know, you can move forward with caution. And like I said, God can continue to work on him and develop him. Um, but definitely look at look at the heart of a man and see, you know, is he putting all a lot of times what he spends his money on That's is right. going to show you where his heart is. So, you know, like. Like we said, if he's spending all his money on on the latest J's and the Yeezys and and video games and stuff like that, that tells you where his heart is. His heart is not he's not worried about being the head of a household and providing for a family. He's worried about himself. <clears throat> he's worried about what he wants to do. And a lot of times, nine times out of ten, that's going to manifest itself. If you decide to get in a marriage with this guy, he's going to be selfish. He's yeah. going to be worried about himself. He's going to want to do the things that he wants to do. When, like J.E. said, as a man, as a leader of a household and a family, it takes a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. It takes a lot of set. The higher you are on that, uh, you know, on that uh, responsibility plane, the more sacrifice you have to have. God is at the top of that, and he made the ultimate sacrifice his life, right? We're next on that chain, and we have to sacrifice 
not our physical necessarily life, but we have to sacrifice a lot of things because it is our responsibility to make sure that our family is taken care of. So if he's not in that mindset, if that's not where his heart is, if he doesn't have a, a, sacrifice, a sacrificial heart, a heart of sacrifice, <clears throat> that's a major red flag and you want to keep it moving. And last but not least on this point, you got to make sure you marry a man that that you that you find a man who cares about his full name is not his nickname. The Bible says the name is rather to be chosen in great riches. Before a man gives you his last name, you got to make sure he cares about his full name because his name is on mm. a lot of papers, man. <clears throat> his name is mm -hmm. on that mortgage. His name is on that car. And if he don't care, yes, you could tell if someone cares about his name if he pays his bill on time. You care. You right. you could tell if a man cares about his name when he keeps that job. You see what I'm saying? But a man who doesn't care about his name and all he cares about is his nickname, but he don't care about his full name, his government name, you don't trust that. You don't take on that man's last name. I'm telling you. Because I care about how my name is received out here in these streets. Because I, I, I got one person on my team right now. And we about to have, eventually we're going to have kids. I want to make sure anybody who bears Ezzy is proud to bear that name, but they won't be proud to bear that name if I don't take that name seriously. That's right. <clears throat> All right. So the next point, uh, the next red flag that we have, I'm talking about red flags um, in a, a potential man that you are dating. The third one is controlling behavior, um, you know, moodiness and, and inability to compromise. Uh, those are all kind of um, bundled into one and it just comes down to selfishness at the end of the day, um, like we were, like I just talked about, you know. So, a, a man of God, we talk about all the time. Our responsibility is to be the head of the household, is to lead the household, right? A good man of God, a man who is fit to lead, understands that responsibility, uh, reverences and appreciates that responsibility and understands how to, you know, properly use that authority and, 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 and govern his household and not abuse that authority, right? Just because you, you know, just because you have that authority or that position that God has given you doesn't mean that you are a dictator. Doesn't mean that you just you know, everything has to be your way or the highway. You have to listen to me because that's what God said. I'm the leader of the household, right? You don't want to be married to somebody like that. And that's how a lot of guys are with no reason whatsoever. You know, they, they, they've given their, their woman no reason to believe that, you know, you can provide the things that she needs and that her family needs and that you are a suitable person to lead and guide her. You show no fruits, no no responsibility in that in that regard, but yet you want her to completely submit and listen to everything that you say. And she has no input, and she and, and, and you're in you're you're in control and you're in charge. Okay, that's not what you want to be married to. So you need to be looking at that before you even get married. Does he exhibit controlling behavior? Does he allow you to have any input whatsoever in the decisions that you guys make together and where you guys go, what you guys do, you know, how you guys handle the relationship? If he's extra controlling right now, that's how he's going to be. OK, and that's what we're talking about. Red flags. Don't ignore these red flags just because you want to be in a relationship 
and and think that it's going to change and that you're going to change him. No. Okay, if he's controlling now, he's going to be controlling later on in the marriage. <clears throat> it's only going to be worse once he gets that ring on your finger. It's going to be worse. Okay? If he doesn't, if uh, one of the major uh, uh, parts of marriage, one of the major foundations of marriage is the ability to compromise. Yeah. That's, you're going to have to do that over the course of a marriage. You got two different people with two different backgrounds. You know, hopefully your morals and values, uh, main moral morals and values align, but some of them are going to be a little bit different. Okay. So you have two different ways of doing things. Sometimes you're going to have to come to compromises. It can't be one person's way all of the time. So if he's not able to compromise now, he's not going to be able to compromise later. If you feel like he needs to spend more time with you versus spending as much time, you know, uh, on the video game or at work or wherever the case may be, and he can never, ever come to a compromise. Okay, babe. All right, I'm not going to completely cut out video games, but I will monitor the amount of time that I'm playing. I'll only play for an hour on Friday night. And then, you know, that like there has to be some compromise. <clears throat> if he does not show the ability to compromise now, he will not change. He will not. Hear me on that. It's not going to change. So these are, this red flag right here, that I... I to me, there's not really a lot of room for for growth or, you know, let's monitor this one. Like if, if he has controlling behavior now, that's a red flag and you probably need to go ahead and keep it moving because it's not going to change. Um, if you can't compromise now, that's a that's a pretty bright red flag. You might want to keep it moving. Yeah. Like I like I always say, when it comes to the word selfish, a selfish person is a person who fishes for themselves. You see what I'm saying? And, and and a lot of boys, boys are selfish. Men are selfless. And you got to watch this trait. You cannot overlook controlling behavior. You cannot. That's something that only Christ can change. And if they, they that should have already been dealt with before a commitment is even birthed between y'all two. And, and if you don't, if you overlook that, you're going to find yourself as a trophy. All the controlling men want a trophy wife. They want someone that has been molded and fashioned to a specific image. All you're going to be is like this your whole life. Frozen, molded, a trophy because he conditioned you. See, a man, a man makes room for compromise because he's a selfless person. He's a servant leader. He, uh, when it comes to relationships, you cannot overlook a man who makes you concede everything and won't compromise anything. He wants you to concede who you are, to be who he wants you to be. Leave that. You see what I'm saying? And I have some points real quickly is that um, you should be free to be you. You, a man is going to make sure that it you feel free to be your best self. Next point is if you have to compromise you to be with him, then he is not God sent to you. If you have to compromise who you are, God is not going to send you a man that's going to make you concede who you are to fit his boyhood dream. You got to make sure you observe this and not overlook it. And last but not least, when, what BD was saying about values, values and traditions. Compromise is about, there are certain things you can't compromise on. Those are values, right? right? We're not compromising on these values. But if a man says, you know what? My traditions are our traditions. 
You see what I'm saying? And there's no, well, this how I was raised, because that's what boys are. Oh, and girls do it too. I'm so familiar with this, and I feel my most comfortable with this, and I'm not budging from this. So I don't care how you was brought up. I don't care what your upbringing was. These are our traditions. That's selfish. People grow up from different backgrounds. You got to be able to say, you know what? Let's create our own tradition as a family. Let's mesh and blend. And even if yours is whatever, give them grace to grow to that place. But if that person is saying, it's my way or the highway, then take the highway, my friend. Take the highway. Because I'd rather for you to take the highway and get to your final destination than to be walking around a mountain for 40 years hoping that you get to your promised land. But I'm telling you, this is a big one that a lot of women overlook. And we're going to talk about this down the road on why women and men overlook these red flags. But th- listen, you're going to end up being someone's trophy on somebody's shelf. And the only thing you good is as a display. They just want you to be seen, but they don't want, no, they don't want the world to see what's inside of you. Absolutely. All right. The next one, number four, red flag, mental and physical health. Yeah. This is an important one. Um, mental health. Now that that's that's a uh, that can be a really bright red flag. You know, if you have uh, <laughs> if you have mental, you know, certain mental conditions. Um, you know, hey man, that that that's that's a major red flag. That's something that you got to deal with. I know you probably y'all probably don't watch a JE, but me and my wife were, have been watching Empire, and you know, one of the sons, um, he has bipolar disorder. And so a lot of the times he's cool, you know, when he when he's on his meds, you know, he's very intelligent, super smart, charming, all of that. But if he's not, you know, if he's not on those meds and, you know, he's been married a couple of times, his first wife, she stayed on top of those meds like she was on it. She didn't let him miss his medications, stuff like that. Um, So she kept him on it. He was cool. You know, the one the wife that he had now not so much you, you know and, and he tried to tell her he tried to tell her. he was like look i have this situation like i'm not you know i'm not always the guy that you think i am like da 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 like he tried to warn her and she was so in love with him so head over heels because he looked good you know he you know light skin with the bald fade all that jazz and she ain't paying attention and he snapped he went clean off so I say that to say this, you know, like we, we're talking about red flags. If somebody has a mental condition and it might not be as, you know, as severe as a bipolar disorder, but if they have a, a mental condition, that's a red flag. You know, is that something that you are going to be able to handle? Is that something that you're going to be able to deal with? If they need, they're going to need um, medications or medical uh, attention down the line. Are you willing to sit, you know, sit in that uh, doctor's office with them? Are you willing to take it seriously and do what needs to be done? Doesn't mean that's not somebody that you want to be with. You might be, but you just need to know what you're getting yourself into. Physical health, same thing. Um, you know, if they have pre-existing physical conditions and they're telling you about them, don't overlook that. Just because, you know, you want to be in a relationship so bad and then when, you know, you get further down the line and things really arise and he's in the hospital laid up somewhere and he's not, you know, standing uh, tall and proud like he was on the wedding day. Now he's laid up in the hospital and needs your support, needs you to take care of him. And now you don't want to do it. 
No. If you knew about that uh, condition <clears throat> back when you y'all were dating, that's the time to make that decision. Right. Okay, here's a red flag. Do I want to proceed with this relationship? Am I okay with that? Or do I maybe need to reel back and see if there's, you know, a, a different route that I want to take? So it's a red flag. Doesn't like I said, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that's not the person for you or you can't be with that person, but you need to pay attention to it. Do not overlook it. If they're telling you, I have this situation, I have this condition, you need to do some research on that condition. What are some of the side effects of that condition? Right. What are some of the things that can happen down the line with that condition? Pay attention to that red flag and make a decision on whether or not you want to move forward with that red flag. Yeah, man. Meds equals red. Some meds. I'm not going to say all meds, but meds equal reds. You got you to gotta say, okay, you on medication? For what? For how long? What's the other meds? What's the side effects? Like you, you, mm-hmm. you can't be so caught up in infatuation that you ignore because cute is not cute enough. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go by what looks good on the outside. You got to make sure they're good on the inside. On the outside, they cover themselves well, but the inside are they well? You see what I'm saying? And, and <clears throat> those who really love themselves do proper research. You got to look at you got to look at the way they live. Look at how look at what they eat. If they get upset with you when you mention the salt that they put on their food, then you might want to be like, all right, man. If they get upset and they, they on a fifth donut and they just they just get kind of aggravated, they're addicted. If they're not willing to listen and say, you know what, you're right, but they start shaking their head and get mad and whatever, that's a red flag because they're more connected to that, that Danish than they are connected to you. They are more connected to their salt than they are to you. You see what I'm saying? And they and but people who are physically addicted to their meds or to food or to conditions, man, that's a that's you have to be okay with saying no to someone because you don't have the grace for that someone. You yes. see what I'm saying? You gotta be okay with that. Like you got, And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry wrong, to cut you out there. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing ahead, there's, there's I, nothing <laughs> wrong with self care. There's nothing wrong with saying you're cute. But you're not cute enough for my mental health. You know what I'm saying? You, I, I don't got the energy. I don't got the time. That's not in the cars for me. And the other person got to be okay with that. Like if you got four or five kids and he or she is like, you know what? Like that's, you a cool dude, but that's too much for me. You got to be okay with that. That's that's what comes with. That's what comes with those choices. Choices have consequences. And I know we're getting real, but some people need to heal, hear this. That if you made the choice to make those babies and now you're expecting every and you get mad if a man says that's too much for me or you got a bunch of baby mamas and that girl says that's too much for me. You can't get mad at them. That comes with your choices. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if you if you're overweight and a person who goes to the gym says this just ain't working out, you can't get mad. She's not fat shaming. He's not fat shaming. You see what I'm saying? They looking out for them. And that should be alarming. That should be a clue to you. You know what? If I want this caliber of person, not that they're better than you, but they're just better off. You know, they, they're ahead, better ahead in some areas. Then you got to be okay with, you got to say, you know what? I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to get healthy. Yeah. I'm going to put this food down. Unless you want to marry somebody that, that's at your level, then y'all both die off and the kids are seven, eight years old in the foster homes. Come on, man. You got to be able to say longevity, longevity, longevity. 
I want to see my children's children. You know what I'm saying? That's why you haven't seen anything on our latest content about bad food. Me and BD, we changed that. And that's why I said, um, and like what BD said is very true. You have no right to be mad when the red flags was obvious. That person told you, that person showed you. They may not have told you, but they showed you. All red flags are obvious. We just choose to overlook them. All mm. red flags are obvious. We just choose to overlook them. So you you get, right. you get what you pay for. You get what you ask for. You get what you settle for. So this podcast, we keep it real. You see what I'm saying? You cannot get mad three years into the relationship and he done stole off on you. Or she done cut you because she's mentally ill and he's mentally ill. Or he died right. off on you. He had a heart attack, a stroke. He died off. He told you. He showed you. Even if he didn't tell you. And that mental health uh, goes to how they choose to. We, we talk about you know physical health and how they take care of their body, how they eat, how they exercise. Mental health, it goes for how they you know, exercise their brain as well. So if you're a person who comes from academia, if you're a person who values school, if you're a person who enjoys reading books as a, as a form of entertainment to stimulate your mind and learn new things, and that individual is not into that, okay? Don't say, oh, he's cute. Oh, you know, I, I, I haven't been in a relationship a long time. I want to make this thing work. And think that, you know, because he's in a relationship with you, oh, he'll learn to love to read. Oh, he'll, he'll, maybe he'll go finish his degree. You know, I'll inspire him to go finish his degree. He's a fixer upper. No. Okay. If, if he's, if that's not evident in the things that he chooses to do on a day to day basis, if he's shown you no inclination that he enjoys reading, if he's shown you no interest in school, that's not him. That's not him. And that's okay. But don't ignore that red flag and and think that, you know, he's going to, uh, you know, assume those characteristics because he's with you. And that goes for a lot of different things. But just talking about mental, mental health in a different light, you know, if that's the way that he chooses, if he if he's not into reading and things like that, if he's not into, you know, the uh, documentaries uh, and things like that, pay attention to it. It's not going to change. Yeah, <clears throat> some mental health requires no meds. Some people's mental health is bad because of what they meditate on. You see what I'm saying? You got to check that person's thought processing too. You got to check their thought patterns. You got to check uh, how do they can they cast down vain imaginations because you don't want to be in a relationship and you get into stupid arguments or you get into stupid altercations um, because a person's thought processes are not sharp. A person don't really know how to uh, uh, cast down vain imagination. They dwell on things longer than need to. You got to watch out for that. You got to see. You got to under. You got to really discern how do they handle thoughts because you know what happens. Um, there's there's other influences and entities that surrounds relationships. There are demons who will put thoughts in that man's mind. And if that man don't know how to cast on that vain imagination, that demon will make that man believe something to be true that is not true. He he holds it in as resentment and then he releases on he releases it on you at a random time. You got to observe how that man thinks. 
Does he think on things that are above? Spiritually, what does he think on? Does he know how to cast down vain imagination? Does he know the difference, both, vice versa? Men and women, does he know the difference between vain imaginations and valid imaginations? Do, do, does, his, does his thought patterns lead him down bad paths? Now he's drinking and all of a sudden, because he don't know how to process his mind. Some, some mental illnesses don't require meds. Some mental illnesses are due to what a person meditates on. So you got to observe what does that man uh, meditate on, dwell on mentally, because that, that you can't overlook that. If he's always talking negative, thinking negative, thinking, making things, making mold, mountains out of mole hills, got to watch out for that. Yeah, that's that's a really good point because we did we talked about mental health and you know I brought up uh, like you said not all mental health requires a medication. Is he mentally strong? Right? Is he mentally strong? Because we talk about it all the time. Life's gonna happen. Yeah. Bad things are gonna happen. Trials and challenges are going to happen. But is he mentally tough? Does he have resiliency? Can he bounce back? Uh, from a challenging time does he does his does his mind like je said what does he meditate on what is he filling himself with because if he's putting nothing but crap in himself then when those situations come he's not going to be able to to pull the the right scripture right. Uh, uh, from his memory that's going to encourage him and encourage you uh, so that you guys can pull through that situation he's not gonna he's not gonna think to man I need to fall on my knees and get before God and see how do I get us out of this situation he's gonna crumble okay if he's not mentally tough he's going to crumble so we talk about mental health watch how he handles situations mentally now if he has you know <clears throat> if something bad happens to him does he shake is he able to shake it off is he able to say you know what uh, based on my faith and my relationship with God I know that God is in control of this situation and the work that I'm going to come up out of it that may not be what he comes what comes out of his mouth verbatim but watch how he handles the situation is he able to handle it or does he crumble that's right okay and just like like I said before, med not medication has side effects and meditation has side effects. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Medication has side effects. Meditation has side effects. And I want one thing I'm going to leave you all with right now. Mental wealth leads to mental health. What wealth does he have up there? The things of God is the true wealth. You know what I'm saying? If he meditates on the wealth of God, the, the purpose of life and the purpose of marriage, the purpose of everything, mental wealth leads to mental health. Whatever he treasures up here will determine what registers up here. You see what I'm saying? And that's all I got for that. <clears throat> all right. And number five, the last red flag that we're going to talk about today is that he only offers dreams. Mm. Okay. Now, the Bible says without a vision, the people perish, right? So you want a guy who has a vision, who has, who, you know, who, who can, who's in, who knows what he wants and, and knows how he wants to get it. But what you don't want is that's all he has. Like you, you should see something, right? No matter what his vision is, no matter what his dream is, there are steps that he can be taking now <clears throat> to get that to set that dream into motion. So if if he's telling you about all these dreams, if he's telling you about all these plans, if he's got the vision laid out for you, but he's not actually doing anything, mm. Mm -mm -mm. 
then you that's a red flag. If he's got if he's got his vision, he's got his plan. There are actionable steps that he can be taking now, no matter what that plan is. If it if it's to start a business, but he doesn't have, you know, the, the requisite schooling or knowledge or, or funds, he should have as part of that vision, as part of that dream that he's selling you, he should have plans that he's taking now to get to that dream, whether that's all right, I'm gonna save uh, 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 $10,000 by this year so that I can have the capital to, uh, um, you know, to, to lease this property that I'm gonna use to start my business, whatever the case may be, or whether it's he's got a business plan, it doesn't matter how broke you are, you can write a business plan. Does he have a business plan? You know what I mean? Like he might not have, no, he might not have the business yet. He might not have the capital yet, but there are things that he can be doing right now uh, to, 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 to get that dream started. So you, if he's selling you all these dreams, but he doesn't have anything that he can show you that he is working on currently Mm -hmm. that he's doing currently, then that's a red flag. If he's, if he's selling you dreams and he doesn't have a stable job, that's really a red flag. Mm. All right. Now, look, if he's got a solid job, making decent money, he's been working that job for five years, but he's letting you know, hey, eventually I want to start a business. I'm not that, you know, we're not that worried about that. Okay, but if this dude can't hold down a job for more than six months at a time, but he's telling you about all these businesses that he's about to start and he's about to be the next Trump, he's about to be the next great entrepreneur, but he can't hold a job for more than six months and he has nothing that he can show you that he's actually, you know, put into action any any concrete evidence that he's working his plan, that is a red flag. And I, I mean, what you said inspires so many things, triggered my mind. It reminds me of a childhood game, not a childhood game, but a childhood uh, elementary school to middle school segment of the school year that reminds you of show and tell. Um, the game is not called tell and show. Mm-hmm. The game is called show and tell. You know, you show and then you tell about it. You know what I'm saying? If you hear it before you see it, if you if you if you hear it before you see it, leave it. You see what I'm saying? Mm. If you hear it before you see it and you see nothing, you need to leave it. There's some points I have right here is that we know this phrase. Actions always speak louder than words. Don't overlook the alarming sounds of the lack of action and listen to his words. You got to be able to see it to believe it. Don't listen and believe it. See it and believe it. And one thing that I said about about that I always say about men is that uh, that kind of inspired this um, for me was you want a man who has a job that supplements the the, the dream he's chasing or pursuing. Um, you want a man that got a job that's not waiting for a lob. You know what I'm saying? You don't want a man that's waiting for a lob, waiting for someone to throw him an opportunity. You want a man that's got a job because if you if you were a man that's waiting for a lob but don't have a job, you're going to be robbed of your time. It's that simple. You're going to be robbed of your time waiting for a man to get an alley-oop from Chris Paul. He's waiting to get an alley-oop from Chris. This ain't Lob City. You can't wait for someone to throw something at your way. A man got a job. In the meantime, I'm working my time. I'm getting a check every two weeks. I'm even prioritizing how I spend that money money percentage-wise. I'm not going right. to rob this woman's time if I don't got a job. Let him wait for Chris Paul to come and throw him something. You don't got to wait. Mm-hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. your time is going to get robbed because that man is waiting for a lob and he should be going looking for a job. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 mm. and I'm telling you right now, if it stays here, leave him. A man who has a dream puts it on a pad and then creates a pattern and then you see a path towards it. Then you see a product. Then you see money from that product. <laughs> I, I got I got eleven extra revenue streams, but you know what's one of those streams? A nine to five. <laughs> a nine to five is a foundational revenue stream. Why? My wife and I have all of our uh, health insurance, right? Eleven revenue streams can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a foundational revenue stream that's guaranteed because these I I don't sell a bunch of books every month. I don't get a bunch of money from YouTube every month. That stuff fluctuates. But you know what don't fluctuate? A clock in, a clock out. That's guaranteed money. Mm -hmm. And doing my job guarantees that I keep that job. Being good at my job, even if I get laid off in a company, the only time I'm getting laid off is the company closed. Because I'm too valuable to be laid off. You see what I'm saying? So when 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 companies start laying off people, they start off with the people that don't do the job right. Right. So when oh he got laid off, why he get laid off? If he's always blaming his ex on the reason why he got laid off from that relationship, go to what's next. If they if he's always making excuses, always blaming the man, blaming a white man don't got nothing to do with what I'm doing over here. An Asian man ain't got nothing to do with what I'm doing over here. A red man, a white man, black man, a non-looking man, a non-man had nothing to do with what I'm doing over here. I'm responsible for my actions. Right. So ask why he got laid off. And look and see if the company's still uh, still active. <laughs> if the company's still active, he got laid off, he probably didn't do his job right. That's certain situations. <laughs> That's a lot of situations. Not all situations. It could be a lot of other factors, right. too. I'm just, you know, talking. But... Man, if he's waiting for a lob, but don't got a job, my friend, if you stay with him, you're going to be robbed. And don't be fooled, because there's a lot of guys out here <laughs> running around, you know, that think they're so smart, and they're kicking that game to you like, oh, you know, I, I'm i all about entrepreneurship. I'm not about, you know, working for the man. You know, uh, I, I, I have a problem with, oh. you know, authority. I don't want nobody to tell me mm. when I got to be to work and, 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 and how I spend my time. I can make more. Don't let nobody run that game on you. That Look, some of it's true. I mean, I feel the same way, right? Like, I don't want to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. I don't want to spend the rest of my life making someone else rich, but you know what I'm doing until I get in a position to where I can make that call to stop <laughs> working that nine to five. I'm working my nine to five and on my spare time, yeah. I'm hustling towards uh, uh, the, 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 the dreams and the, the plans that I you know want to implement so that I don't have to work this nine to five forever. But a man of God that mm. understands his responsibility, that understands his, his, his call to provide for his family, is not going to make the selfish decision to quit that nine to five before he has multiple streams of income that far surpass what, you know, his family's monthly income is. Okay? <clears throat> so... You know, a, a responsible man, a man who 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 is hearing from God. Like I said, he's not just going to be selling you these dreams. 
You know, he's not just going to be, you know, telling you, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I don't have a job because, you know, I'm not, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Hey, that's cool. You know, you can cheer from him, you know, from over on the sideline, but keep it moving. Okay. Listen, there's levels to this, man. What BD said is so profound. When a man tells you that he don't want to work for a man, remember this scripture. Jesus said, how can you say, the word of God says, how can you say you love God whom you haven't seen when you don't love your brother who you see every day? How can you say you work for God if you can't work for a man you see every day? You see what I'm saying? If you can't take care of another man's house, you're not going to be able to take care of your own. There's principles to this. If a man says, I can't work for the man, I want to work on my own, then he's basically telling you don't want to work for God. Because if a man can't humble himself to work for another man, then he doesn't have the understanding to work for God. And there's orders to this. God said, how can you say you love me who you can't see when you can't even love your brother whom you can see? So people can put that game on you. Well, I'm working for God. I'm doing this for God. Are you really doing this for God? Or are you really doing this for yourself? Because God's going to say you learn a lot when you work for somebody else. You learn a lot when you are up under somebody else. You learn a lot. And if you completely get rid of that whole module course over there, then you're not going to fulfill the course that he has for you. And we're not saying, don't, don't get confused. Hey, if you meet somebody and he already has his own business oh, yeah. and it is already thriving, they're absolutely, yeah. look, make no mistake. Okay, we're not here, you know, uh, advocating for nine to fives. Oh, no. Like, we both of we're us limited. We're, are we're, entrepreneurs. We're this soon. And that's what, <laughs> right. Like, that's what we are working. There, absolutely. Business ownership, ownership, entrepreneurship, those are things that we promote here on the Good Guys that's Podcast. Tangible. Absolutely. He, that's tangible. The guy's giving you a dream. We're talking about his business. You see the numbers, you see it's successful. Right. I'm talking about he has a business and and not just has a business, but a profitable business. <laughs> so you could see the fruits of it. <laughs> like, like J.E. said, you could see the numbers. You, all right. He got a crib like he got employed like he's good because you can have a business and it cannot be profitable. Not you can be, be in the red. So red. that don't mean anything. And that's a red flag. But, um, his business in the red. Exactly. There you go. All right. Was there anything else? Be, that's it. Be, we got for red flags. Huh? That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I I hope you guys enjoyed uh, that segment on the red flags um, for men um, or for, I guess, for ladies, if you're talking to a man, potential red flags. Um, so, but let us know what you guys think about that content. Hop in the comments. Let us know some of the red flags that you may have seen in relationships past or, or red flags that you look for. Uh, in your relationships, things that you, you know, just know, like, no, I can't, I can't, that, that's definitely something I need to pay attention to. Drop it in the comments, interact with us, let us know any red flags that we might have missed, okay? Um, other than that, we're going to go ahead into, what are we doing this week? This or that? Yeah. We're doing this or that. <clears throat> All right. So we've got a good this or that this week, and this is, again, Based on the current status of things, the quarantine, we're spending a lot of time at home. And when you're at home, you want to be comfortable sometimes, you know? You want to relax, you want to watch TV, you want to spend time with your family. So today's this or that. We're going to choose between a couch or a recliner. Lazy boy or 
Lazy man. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. No. That joke, that, that, yeah, that, nope. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not even, no. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, J.E., you can either, one of these has to go. You can only have one for the rest of your life. Would you take a comfortable couch or would you take a recliner? Um, BD grew up in privilege. And uh, one thing about BD, a part of his uh, living room ensemble <laughs> was a recliner. See, um, where I was brought up, a recliner was either a really old, <laughs> messed up one that was uncomfortable mm-hmm. or it was a customized recliner where you put something, you okay. sit on the chair, you put something in front of you and you and you put your head back and think that you're in a recliner. Um, mm. This is easy for me, BD. I, I, think, okay. I think I've only sat in a recliner maybe literally a handful of times. Mm. But BD, oh. it's nothing like a couch. A couch, you can stretch out. A couch... You can sleep out. A couch is just comfortable. Maybe it's because that's all I ever knew. And maybe my mind would change if I actually sat in a recliner. Honestly, let me let me see. So I pull the lever. You got a cup holder, right? You some do. I don't know. I, I like <clears throat> I like being flat. I don't like being at an angle. You can be flat in a recliner. Have I seen what now? I said you can be flat in a recliner. My recliner goes all the way back. And I'm basically stretched all the way out. Do you have do you have width? Do you have are you, are you able to wiggle? Roll over, roll sit up on sleep on your side, you know, change to sleep on your stomach? I don't know about your stomach and side and all that. I don't, I don't yeah, know about that's, that. I need the couch, man. I like, I like, sometimes I like to lay on the side. I like to lay stretched out. Yeah, man. So this is going to be the quickest yeah. dish or that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, but, but, actually made. but I haven't sat in a very good, I haven't sat in a recliner and I, and I don't think I've sat in one in the two thousands. Mm. So in 20, See. so yeah, I haven't sat in a good one, BD. That's your problem right there. It has a cup holder. Ooh, ooh. Does it have a tray for food? Are you able to no. slide a tray? <laughs> you can. I mean, you can if you buy a tray. It does it have a, a massage. Does yours have a massage on it? What you mean, size? Massage. Massage button. Does it? Does your recline to massage? Mine doesn't. No. I'm talking about a normal recliner. Oh. Couch for me, BD. Recliner gotta go, man. Because, man, a good couch, BD. A couch is just amazing, BD. Okay. Um. I don't know, man. Like, for me, the most important thing for me when it comes to my comfortable seating at my house hmm. is my ability to take a nap in said seating vehicle, right? Okay. For me, okay. I take the recliner 
Because I sleep better in the recliner. Oh, because you like to be angled sometimes when you sleep. Well, I think it's scientifically proven, J.E., that that is actually the best sleeping position is to be a little angled. That's why they have those beds now that, you know, do the whatever. Honestly, so BD, you're right. Because even when I sleep on the couch, I'm sleeping on the edge of it. I'm up. I'm, t- I'm up. Right. For me, like the couch, and I don't know, maybe, you know, I just haven't leveled up enough to get a big enough couch. But like on the couch, I, I, I can't stretch all the way out on my couch. I have to kind of curl up anyway. Yeah, we got. I can't stretch all the way out. Yeah, we got a big couch. Okay. Yeah, man. So it depends on, <clears throat> I guess it depends on the size of the couch. Yeah. But actually, you know what? I can't sleep on Oh, you been there? Yeah. You been there recently? <laughs> no, just, we got a new couch. I'm just joking. But yeah, so I can't. I can't. I actually can't stretch out on our couch because we got like a sectional now with the ottoman. But still, I take a better nap in my recliner than I do on the couch. I think if I if I got a good I I if I if I really got in a good recliner i think you're right but as of now as a couch for me because that's all i've known um but i ain't really thought about a recliner until you brought it up and i'm just like man i really need, i need, really need to maybe invest in one but but it's kind of like a couch just isn't as comfortable like with a couch like you can't like it's more like you know like it's more straight your back has to be more straight when you're sitting like i mean you can lean back a little bit but when it just you get depends in that recliner, man we got we got and you just we got blessed with some good when you get in that recliner <clears throat> and then you get that switch and you just and you go all the way back man bd now you're intriguing my mind you're intriguing me it's nothing like it man i wanna i'm gonna go look into some recliners man i don't i just can't hey. see myself buying one because i'm like it has to be in a certain room. I don't think I can put my recliner in a living room. I want to put it in a, in a in my room. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The recliner is where I kick it. Like that's that's daddy's chair. Okay. Y'all can sit. You know wherever y'all want to see. Y'all can sit on the couch. Kids can jump all over you and all that. I'm going to my room and yeah. I'm gonna sit in the recliner. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think I, there's just something as a man about sitting back in that recliner and hitting that switch and just leave me alone. Get my blanket, pull it up over me. So there's nothing so like that this, recliner. So this is a uh, um, a to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's couch, but man, I might just go to um, what's them places that got recliners? Furniture stores. I'm gonna go to a furniture store and just act like I'm gonna buy it. Just try them out. Now I get back to you. Hey. Because I don't know how much they are, bro. Because I'm like, look, man, I just can't see myself spending that much money on the recliner until I really, until, mm. how much are they? Are they pretty expensive? Depends on which one you get. The one I got, I think was like 300 something. Oh, really? It wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, like some big, big, big stuff. Okay. Nah, if you go to like, you know, Rooms to Go and Ashley and all that stuff. We went to Big Lots. Okay, <laughs> go to Big Lots. <laughs> Boy, that ain't nothing to a man. Uh, big man, I got lots. <laughs> big lots. There you go. Go to Big Lots. Hop in one of those recliners and just. You know what? Sit back. I'm over there thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking up here. I just got to go to where I'm at. Mm-mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. Don't do all that. 
that'll come. I'll get my, you know, leather recliner with the cup holder and the, you know, heated uh, lumbar. You know, mm. I, that's coming one day. Ooh, I'm, but I right hope, now, the one I'm going to get, I hope down the road comes with a tray. So I can just put the food right there, BD. Sneak upstairs. It's a beautiful thing. Bruh. Put it right there, bro. There you go. Hmm. Couch. For now. I'm glad you had the courage of your conviction this week. Yeah, man. I'm proud of Listen, you. BD, BD, I, I'm a man. I'm a man that doesn't mind changing his mind. You know, that's that's one thing. I don't like if I really change. If you change my mind, you change my mind. What what's courage in my convictions? If my convictions have been um um inspired to change, it takes a that that's that's big of you. That's yeah. a, it takes a man very secure. Yeah, and his listen, uh, listen, masculinity. Listen, listen. I don't mind being wrong. If I'm wrong, I want to be free. The truth sets you free. I don't want to be bound in a lie. For pride. Well, in sake. that case, well, in that case, let me go ahead and uh, inform you that LeBron James is the best basketball player who ever lived. BD, I'm and I'm shocked. You've been wrong no, for a BD, long time. I'm on shocked. It, I'm shocked. You put that on tape. It's one thing to say that offline. I am very shocked that you mm-hmm. said that before the people. Listen, LeBron wish he can be like Jordan. You don't really believe that. You don't really believe he's better. He's better than Michael Jordan. You don't believe that, do you? I do. You believe he's a I he's do. the greatest basketball player of all time. Hop in the comments no, and let B, us no, know. No, 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 if you no, would rather no, have a couch no, or no, a recliner. No, no, BD, say it. Say it. Um, nope. Nope. BD, say it. You do you believe that LeBron is the greatest player of all time? Yes, I absolutely believe that LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. He's had the greatest career. No. Okay. No. He's already has he already surpassed Jordan in points scored? It, it, if he it, hasn't, it, it, he will. No, this is a different era. He of course he surpassed when there's no arm check and no fouls. And when the referees love LeBron, this is another segment for another day. Tomorrow, next week, we exactly. will Jordan or LeBron next week. This or that. No, we won't. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. This or that. LeBron. Oh, oh this or that. Or Jordan. After right. after you That's watch fair. the documentary tomorrow, LeBron. LeBron space. The reason why Space Jam came out because they know it sucks compared to Jordan Space Jam. <laughs> the soundtrack is going to be a bunch of mumble rap. At least Space Jam soundtrack was good and balanced. Next week, this or that? For sure. LeBron or Jordan? First off, Jordan or Kobe? Not even Jordan and LeBron. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We'll see y'all guys next week <clears throat> as we discuss MJ or LeBron. Hop in the comments. Let us know whether you prefer a couch or a recliner. Okay. Like I said before, hop in the comments. Let us know any red flags that you um, that we might have missed. Okay. Hit that like button if you haven't done so already. Hit the subscribe button. Help us out. Help us grow here at the Good Guys Podcast. And we will continue to keep pumping out content for you guys. Join us Monday night. We will be live on YouTube. We will be interacting with you guys. We'll be answering questions. BD, BD, and about time to see this video. Monday will have passed. Join us next Monday <laughs> night. Okay? Next Monday night. 
after you see this, you'll be seeing this on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or whatever. That Monday, yeah, we'll probably be on YouTube. All right. I'm a happily married man. I'm a humble father of four. He is Joshua as he slim rev. Happily married as well. We are the Good Guys Podcast. And we are out. MJ's the GOAT. Peace.